Hey, welcome in, everybody, to another episode of Future Brew, Michigan football and basketball recruiting podcasts here on SB Nation's Maze Brew. My name is Vaughn Lozon. Joining me today, as always, John Simmons. Johnny Boy, how are we doing today? I'm doing well, Vaughn. Uh, getting ready to talk some Michigan recruiting. Yeah, I, it's it's been quite an interesting week or so. Um, there have been hints online about – Josh Christopher, big five-star guard, uh, committing to Michigan. As of recording right now, it hasn't happened. Uh, uh, Of course, if it has happened by the time you're listening to this, just disregard everything I'm saying. But uh, we will forge ahead anyways with some football talk this week. And uh, there were a few visitors this past weekend, most notably the two four-star tight ends, Brock Bowers and Jack Pugh. before the visit this past weekend, Jack Pugh did not have an offer for Michigan, but he left Ann Arbor with a scholarship offer in hand. Brock Bowers already had one, of course. He is one of the more uh, prominent tight ends in this class. He's from the West Coast over in California. Jack is from Ohio. So a couple four-star kids on campus uh, definitely not surprising that uh, Pugh walked away with a scholarship offer. Uh, Sharon Moore's got Michigan in it for some uh, pretty good tight end prospects in this 2021 class so far. I wouldn't venture to say that Michigan leads with either of these tight ends at the moment, but uh, definitely encouraging to get both of them on campus, especially when uh, uh, these are unofficial visits and uh, they can get back on Michigan's dime pretty much any time, either this spring, this summer, maybe a game in the fall. Uh, So definitely a good start to uh, getting these guys uh, potentially uh, more interested in U of M. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think both of the the prospects came up with their families too, which is a good, uh, good starter, good people to have on your visit with them. Um, Bowers, this is his first time on campus, which is a, Pretty big deal. Um, I think Michigan really likes where they stand with them, um, with the Bowers family now following that visit. Um, I could see him coming back for an official visit sometime, either later in the spring or summer or in the fall for a game. Um, I'd probably guess a game. Um, and uh, Pew, you know, getting an offer from Michigan's a big deal. Uh, he's right outside of Columbus at Hilliard Bradley. Um, so that would be a good pull, even, you know, Ohio State already has a tight end in their class, but. Regardless, you know, getting a guy, a hometown guy who was snubbed by the Buckeyes can't hurt, and he's a four-star uh, ranked higher than the guy the Buckeyes have right now. So that's always nice. Um, he seems like a good guy to go after. If um, Wisconsin probably leads for Pew right now, he's been there three times already. So Michigan will have to get him up on campus, uh, you know, a couple more times to probably pull ahead there. But I think they had a good start as well. So, yeah, the tight end position looks strong. Um, yeah, probably no – tight end with Michigan as a clear leader right now, but they're in the top group for a bunch of the guys. You just got to hope that they pull out, uh, you know, one of them. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, you bring up a good point about Hilliard being a kid from Ohio. It, it doesn't even really seem like the Buckeyes are going after him all that much. He doesn't have an offer from Ohio state to this point. Uh, he, he's drawn some interest from Ohio state, but it, it is more so the interest is focused more on Wisconsin I know Penn State's going after him somewhat and uh, Michigan now getting into the race with uh, offering him the scholarship. But uh, he's 6'5", 235, uh, ranked 313 overall on the composite and the number 13 ranked tight end 
And uh, you, you talk about Brock Bowers potentially uh, using an official visit to, Mich- uh, to Michigan at some point, whether it be in the spring, summer, or fall for a game. It's really get, uh, hard to get a grasp on him. I, uh, I spoke with him after his visit to Michigan, and, and he did admit that he enjoyed his time in Ann Arbor. He got to visit uh, with uh, Coach Jim Harbaugh, Coach Sharon Moore, and uh, Coach Josh Gaddis, and uh, he had mentioned how it was good to talk with them, not just about football, but just life in general, get to know each other better. And uh, I had asked him where Michigan stands in his recruitment now after the visit, and uh, he said that he wanted to let everything sink in for now, go back to California, reevaluate things, uh, potentially get to some other schools on the West Coast uh, sometime soon, uh, probably Washington, probably Oregon. I know California, uh, University of California is uh, hot on his tail, too. So those would probably be the, the West Coast schools that he would want to go to. Uh, but I it also asked him if uh, he thinks that he'll visit Michigan again. And uh, again, he kind of just said that he would want to let everything sink in, figure out where everyone stands later on after some more of these visits. So it's a bit challenging to get a grasp on his real interest with Michigan right now. I would venture to say that out of the schools outside of his hometown region of the West Coast, I would I would venture to say Michigan's probably if not at the top, near the top of the list of schools. I know that Georgia's going after him tough too, and so is Penn State. Uh, so those are probably a few schools on his radar that he would want to uh, check out more that are not on the West Coast. But I would say Michigan probably did a pretty good job getting him on campus and, and uh, establishing more of an interest with him. Um, you know, most of these kids, they'll either say, oh, yeah, for sure, I'll come visit Michigan again. I had a really good time. Or they'll just say, uh, no, not really. I I, I don't have too much interest at this point, Uh, you know, looking into other schools. But the fact that I I thought it was really mature of him to say that he he really wanted to sit down and and evaluate some things. And and, uh, to me, at least, really shows that this recruitment is really just starting for Michigan, and he's probably not even close to committing at any point. There aren't any crystal ball predictions, so – I would I would guess that uh, he he's probably not very close to making a decision. Yeah, it seems uh, like a little different approach than most kids coming out of visits. They're always saying how great it is and how uh, you know Michigan's or any other school is right near the top for them. But yeah, he's taken definitely a different approach, and it does sound like someone who's gonna take his time and really think about the offer. It kind of reminds me of another California kid, uh, Jeffrey Piercy, last cycle, who you know had like yeah. spreadsheets with all the factors that he was considering and, you know, ranked all the schools he went to and then ordered them like that. So it sounds like he's going to take his time for sure, um, which makes you think that it does give Michigan more time for to get him back on campus, um, you know, for a game this fall if he's going to take it that far. Uh, but, yeah, it's it, it'll probably be one for the long run here. Yeah, more than likely. And, you know, the good thing is that uh, the recruiters – going after Bowers for Michigan are, are some of Michigan's top guys, Gaddis and, and Sharon Moore. Uh, and they've done a good job recruiting the West Coast um, over the last few cycles. Of course, they got Zach Charbonnet from California, Percy already mentioned, and uh, they're going after a few others in this 2021 class too uh, out in California. So definitely a good start with those two uh, four-star tight ends. Uh, getting on campus. We'll see uh, if they're able to uh, get back on campus anytime soon. And uh, if, if Michigan continues 
to be near the top of the list for those guys. And uh, like we mentioned, I, I don't think Michigan leads at this point for either Bowers nor Pew, but it, it's at least a, a decent start here. Uh, we'll certainly see if uh, Michigan's able to, to get to the top of uh, one or maybe both of their lists. I would venture to say that they'd probably want to take two tight ends in this cycle. So uh, we will certainly see, but Along with those guys, uh, J.J. McCarthy was also back on campus. He had uh, mentioned that that he was able to talk with Pew and a few of the other recruits that were on campus. And uh, I, I feel like McCarthy's been on campus 20 times at this point. He just he keeps on coming back. It, it, it's it's like it, being up at a uh, like a Chinese buffet. You just keep going up for more food, even though you're still full, and you just keep getting more and more. And, and, and I feel like at this point, that's kind of what McCarthy's doing. He just keeps coming back. And, he, and he's really eager to recruit, too, is the thing. He, he loves recruiting. He loves visiting with the coaches. And he just loves being a part of the process. And uh, it, it, even if he doesn't start his true freshman season, which I honestly wouldn't expect it, given how quarterbacks play out with uh, uh, Harbaugh being the coach, uh, he could be a fan favorite his true freshman season, even if he doesn't play. Yeah, I think so. Um, this last trip, he said he came up just to talk, you know, X's and O's with Gaddis, um, you know, going through what the, the program expects of him, how they plan to use him. So I think that kind of developing that base of knowledge is going to help him, um, you know, come in, come in more prepared than maybe an average freshman would, would be if he's coming up every weekend, um, breaking down film with the offensive coordinator, you know, that can't help, that can't hurt. I mean, um, I know Ben McDaniels was also talking with him a lot, the quarterback coach. So, yeah, he's really trying to set himself up for success at Michigan, whether it be, uh, you know, knowing the playbook, getting that down, or uh, surrounding himself with a bunch of talent, you know, trying to make it up for every uh, big recruiting weekend that they have and convincing these guys to come play for them. I know he's only got one other fellow commit in the class here, so hopefully – uh, that changes soon, and he's uh, trying to get these guys on board with him. But, you know, you love to see him keep coming up mm-hmm. and also kind of uh, just keeps ensuring that he will stay in the class, which there's no indications that he won't. It's just good that he's he's always on Michigan's campus. Yeah, he just loves coming back to Ann Arbor, man. Uh, he he is all about it, and uh, he, he's just all about the entire process at this point, being a, a committed player, him and uh, – Giovanni Elhadi both uh, putting on their recruiting hats for Michigan for sure, doing a, a pretty good job, even though they haven't uh, had a commitment in in their class since J.J. McCarthy committed. Um, but uh, there there's a few other visitors, John. Um, uh, most uh, most of these other guys aren't uh, aren't too uh, too highly ranked at the moment. Uh, Tyler McLaurin. Uh, is one of the other uh, prospects that was on campus uh, this past weekend. He's a, uh, a linebacker from Illinois, three-star guy. Uh, other offers include Boston College, uh, Illinois, Indiana, Cincinnati, uh, Iowa State, Michigan State, kind of s- schools along those lines, Nebraska, Texas Tech. So um, I, I wouldn't imagine that he's uh, one of Michigan's uh, super top targets at linebacker. I don't think Michigan really needs a ton of linebackers in this class, uh, but uh, I mean, we'll certainly see moving forward where uh, they stand in his uh, recruitment, but he's, it seems pretty open at this point. No crystal ball predictions. Um, I, I feel like this is going to be another recruitment that kind of uh, uh, drags out a little bit as well. Um, and we'll see if uh, he's able to 
get any higher offers and uh, is maybe uh, establish a higher recruiting rank at this point. But we'll certainly see with this one. Yeah, McLaurin is definitely one who would benefit from a really good strength and conditioning program. He's like, he's like a deer out there. He's very tall and super skinny. Um, you know, he's running around on his, looking at his film. Um, so he could definitely – he has a bit good frame. He just needs to pack some weight on that. Um, he's, you know, still really skinny right now, which is probably why he's a three-star. Um, he's, he can still hit. He packs a punch despite his size, and he's really good in coverage, especially for, you know, a high school junior. So he's he's got all the skills there. I think he just needs to get in a good development program. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Ben Herbert was a big deal um, for Michigan's pitch here. Um, but, yeah, we'll mm-hmm. see where where Michigan decides to go with McLaurin here. Um, it, it's good that they got him up on campus pretty soon after um, they offered him. So clearly he has interest in Michigan. Uh, we'll see if he comes back again. Yeah, I, and an, an, another prospect I want to quickly talk about. Tell me if you've heard of a prospect like this before, John. Uh, a, he's listed as an athlete. He, he's around 5'10". He's 175. He's from Everett, Massachusetts. His name is Tyrese Baptist. Uh, he's currently ranked outside of the top 1,000, uh, but his offer list right now is University of Massachusetts, Howard, and Michigan. Uh, just uh, who does that sound like to you? Uh, is it supposed to be Mike Sainer still? That is correct. That is exactly right. Mike Sainer still. It sounds exactly like Mike. Listed as an athlete, Tyrese Baptist. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly either. Um yeah, but, but yeah, 5'10", 175, cornerback, wide receiver, kind of uh, hybrid prospect. He could play either side. He was on campus as well this weekend. Um, it's certainly interesting that they're going after yet another guy who is uh, not super highly ranked, but from Everett, Massachusetts, and uh, pretty much the exact same height and weight as Mike Sainer still. It's, it's unbelievable that they find these kids, but um, – you know, I, I haven't heard much about this guy at all. Uh, we'll certainly see if uh, Michigan develops that want for the kid like they had for Sainer still in, in his class. Yeah, I th- it looked like there's a couple, like a busload of Northeast guys from the, the Boston area that were uh, on campus. I know uh, Gus McGee and Ismail Zamor were also on campus yeah. were from uh, that area. Um, I think McGee's... Baptiste's uh, a teammate at Everett, but I'm not sure. Uh, but so I think that's just Don Brown kind of keeping his connections with the, the Northeast area solid, you know, giving back to the community there, letting them go uh, visit campus, see what, see what it's like there. Um, yeah, they offered Baptiste at the, the end of January. So I think they probably liked his junior film there. They haven't offered the other two yet. Um, so we'll see where it goes with there. Um, one of them is like a 2022, so they still got some time there, but yeah, I think this is, you know, a lot of these schools will go on trips, you know, bus trips over spring breaks or whatever to a bunch of hit a bunch of different schools. So I'm guessing that's what was going on here when they got all these guys up on campus. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure the cast tech crew or uh, West Bloomfield is like down in the South right now doing the same thing. So it's probably something similar. to yep. that. Yeah, more than likely. All right, John, well, uh, we will uh, take a quick break now. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, another kid that was on campus uh, this past weekend. Uh, Definitely a unique circumstance. So uh, we'll talk about him 
and uh, uh, the possibility of a few other kids uh, uh, that could flip to Michigan because uh, this kid that visited is uh, already committed to another school. So stick around. We will be right back with uh, more of the podcast. And we are back to end the show today. Uh, we, we started with some kids that were on campus this past weekend. We're going to end uh, slightly with uh, w- with another kid that was in Ann Arbor this past weekend who kind of went under the radar. Uh, not really a ton was uh, reported about him, but uh, his name is Naki Johnson. He is a linebacker prospect in the 2021 class from the state of Pennsylvania. He is a four-star kid, ranked number 151 right now. He's been committed to uh, the University of Pittsburgh uh, for about almost a year now, uh, since June of last year. Um, So interesting to see that he's on campus in Ann Arbor on an unofficial visit. Uh, This early into the offseason, Brian Jean-Marie has uh, established a connection there with him and uh, got him on campus. Certainly interesting uh, to see that he uh, got on campus, given that he's been committed for so long. So uh, this is a pretty uh, interesting development here, John. Uh, Like I said, kind of in the last segment, I, I really don't think that Linebacker is a huge need in this 2021 class, but it seems like all the guys are talking about are linebackers at this point. So uh, tell me what you know about this kid. And uh, I certainly wasn't expecting to see him on the visitors list this past weekend. Were you? No, I wasn't. It's a pretty good unexpected surprise there. Uh, he just shot up in the the rankings after this last shuffle with all the all three um, ranking services giving him a good bump. So now he's just outside the top 150 on the composite and I, you know, I watched his film earlier and it's really easy to see why he plays defensive end for his high school. And he's got one of the quickest get offs I've ever seen. He's just electric and twitchy uh, in his movements. He really jumps off the ball. Well, so I think he's at six three two twenty five. He's I, I know a lot of guys get compared to Josh Uche now after he had a really good career at Michigan, but I feel like this uh, Johnson's one of the best guys I think uh, in the Uche mold that I've seen uh, Michigan recruit that can really um, be a terror off the edge there and play that defensive end outside linebacker kind of hybrid position. Um, so it's really, really promising to see him uh, get up to campus. I know a lot of times when Michigan hosts guys that are committed to other schools, they don't really try, they kind of keep it under wraps kind of out of respect for the player. Um, so you know, there's not a lot out there of Johnson visiting, but if if he's, uh, you know, serious enough about Michigan to take a visit while be still being committed to Pitt, that's a big deal, and uh, it, it'll be it'll be a w- very welcome addition, I'd say, to Michigan's class. Yeah, most certainly a welcome addition. They compare him on 24/7 Sports to Yannick Ngakwe uh, from the Jacksonville Jaguars, who is quite the uh, pass rushing uh, defender in, in today's NFL. So. Uh, yeah, they, they kind of say that he's got a, a good frame with length, fast twitch kid, uh, hard to block uh, because of his burst and refined technique, which, I mean, all, all of these things, it, it definitely does sound like an Uche-type role of what he would probably play if he did commit to Michigan. So uh, that would be a, a great addition to Michigan's class if they're able to get a kid like that uh, to uh, a flip from Pittsburgh and uh, join Michigan. So uh, number 151 overall, number 12 uh, outside linebackers, what they have listed here on 24-7. And uh, number seven kid in the state of Pennsylvania, ranked a bit higher on uh, 24-7's uh, personal rankings. So 
So with that in mind, with with that in mind that he is already committed to another school, um, it, it, we'll go through a few of these kids that uh, that that we think have a, a decent shot of of flipping to Michigan. At this point, I don't I don't really see him flipping from Pitt to Michigan. Uh, of course, an unofficial visit uh, at the beginning of March is always a nice thing, but I'm going to need a, a little bit more information before I definitively say that there's a good chance of him flipping. Um, I, I don't know how you feel about that, but at this time, uh, uh, we'll, we'll certainly see how things play out the rest of the uh, recruiting cycle here. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell with a flip always. Um, you know, guys like Jordan Morant from Michigan last year took ended up taking two official visits to other places and ended up sticking with Michigan. So you never, so you never know, but I, this yep. is, I feel just like when a committed prospect com- visits elsewhere, it, it's usually has a more chance of committing to the school than if he w- weren't committed because, you know, he's going to, it's going to take a little bit more for him to visit in the first place since he's already given his pledge to another school. So if he ends up coming back, um, I think watch out uh, that then it can start getting really serious. I'd say in terms of Michigan's chances. Well, I I think a kid that Michigan honestly does have a pretty good chance with at this point, uh, given the relationship with uh, Sean New is Jay Toya. He's a a big big defensive tackle out west uh, in the state of California. A 6'1", 300. He's ranked 192 overall on the composite. Uh, Sean New has done a good job of uh, uh, keeping a relationship going with him, even though he's been committed to USC since uh, 2018. It's almost been two years that he's been committed to the Trojans. But the way that USC has been playing over the last few seasons, uh, a lot has been left to, the, uh, to be desired with, uh, with the Trojans. And uh, who knows what happens with Clay Helton. So, a flip could certainly happen. I, I, at this point, feel more confident about him flipping um, at this point uh, than uh, potentially any other kids that Michigan's going after. But uh, definitely a good defensive tackle prospect. Um, Michigan offered him not too long ago, if I recall correctly. Uh, so, Sean Nua, just uh, keeping that relationship going, uh, even though he's been committed for nearly two years, and uh, we'll certainly see what happens there. But I uh, would be a, a welcome flip to the Amazing Blue because they need a, a few defensive tackles in this class. Yeah, I think it's a smart move for Michigan to target these USC guys given how much turmoil is going over in the program there. Um, they had a pretty terrible recruiting class last year, and there's still a lot of uncertainty with Clay Hilton. So despite Toya being committed for so long, he said he's going to take all of his official visits, including one to Michigan which is good. Maybe he's just trying to keep his options open in case, you know, Helton does end up finally getting fired. Um, just trying to do his due diligence, but Michigan uh, did pretty well to uh, slide right in there. And almost immediately after getting offered uh, lock up or get Toya to say that he'll uh, visit them officially. So um, yeah, he's already pretty, pretty huge 300 pounds already. He's a really good run stuffer. He'd be a good nose um, just clogging up the middle. Uh, and he's also not bad uh, rushing the passer. He's got a good get-off, too. Um, he's pretty quick for being that big as well. So he can help in both phases of the game, kind of be a three-down guy for sure. Yeah, and Don Brown loves the kids that can run, especially those big guys on the offense or on the uh, defensive line. So uh, would, would be a good addition to the class, that is for certain. Um, another guy that, honestly, uh, he, he decommitted not too long ago, um, at this point, I feel like 
Michigan's chances are really good with him is TJ Guy. He's a, a, a defensive end, a pass rusher, 6'4", 240 is what they got him listed at here. He is uh, from Don Brown Territory, Mansfield, Massachusetts, number 696 overall on the composite. He was committed to Boston College for a short while, decommitted, uh, and then uh, not too long after he decommitted, got a crystal ball in favor of Michigan uh, on 24-7. So uh, pretty good chance here, I would imagine, uh, for for Michigan at this point. If they want him, uh, we'll certainly see how this all plays out. But Wolverine's looking pretty good in this recruitment. Yeah, it's pretty clear that Michigan's the reason why he decommitted from Boston College. You know, he had an interview where he said he was going to visit Michigan for spring practice and for an official visit um, later on in the year So while he was still committed to Boston College. So obviously he wasn't uh, totally firm with the, with uh, BC there. Um, so once he gets – I don't know when he has his visit planned for the spring practice, but it's going to be coming up soon. Um, he's 6'4", 240 right now, um, which is – a little probably right in line with uh, uh, Naki Johnson's measurables, but he looks a little more stout. He's built a little thicker. So I feel like he's going to, if he can pack on weight, he can be more of an anchor type or maybe even slide to three tech, kind of like a Carlo Kemp um, right now. So we'll see how his development goes. Um, I don't think he's going to stay at the the weak side defensive end position like 24-7 has him listed now. More than likely not. And he was only committed for about three months. So uh, really goes to show that, uh, you know, he, he really wasn't fully made up on his mind. So um, Don Brown's leading the way in this recruitment, um, as you would imagine, for him being a kid from Massachusetts. So we'll see how all that goes. Um, another kid that it, 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 it's kind of funny because about a week or so ago, he was committed to Notre Dame. And then he decommits from Notre Dame. And then two crystal balls suddenly go towards Michigan's favor. And as a Michigan fan, you love to see this. This is a, a four-star offensive lineman, Greg Crippen. He is uh, 6'4", 285. He plays his high school ball at uh, the prestigious IMG Academy. Ranked number 221 on uh, the uh, composite ranking as of right now. But uh but, yeah, it's looking like Michigan's doing pretty well here, and uh, a lot of credit has to be given to Ed Warner for the job that he's done to uh, not only establish the relationship with him, but, again, to keep it going, even though he was committed to Notre Dame uh, for uh, a little bit there. And, um, you know, definitely like to see that if you're a uh, Michigan fan, to be able to potentially flip a kid from one of your biggest rivals um, uh you know, in favor of the good guys. And uh, it's one of those positions that you can never have too many good of. You can never have too many good offensive linemen. And uh, he looks to be another pretty good offensive lineman. Yeah, this was kind of like a slow motion flip. Uh, he'd been committed to Notre Dame over the summer. Then he visited uh, Michigan for their their opening uh, game this year against Middle Tennessee State. And that was kind of a surprise um, that he was on campus. And I think basically since then, all the Notre Dame fans kind of knew that he wasn't really going to be a part of the class. It was kind of just an open secret that even though he said he, he hadn't technically decommitted yet, it was going to happen at one point or the other. And then it just kind of randomly happened, uh, you know, the past week. Uh, I don't know what sparked it, but he probably has a, a Michigan visit upcoming, um, I'd say, that 
uh, could end up sealing the deal right now. Uh, I think they want Griffin to play center. I mean, he probably play all three uh, of the interior line spots, but he plays center for IMG right now. Um, which and he, that this may also be why Michigan's kind of uh, cooling on Raheem Anderson, not pushing as hard as they they probably could. Um, probably because the, there's been a lot of behind the scenes stuff with Crippen. Uh, so, it, uh, you know, he's originally from Massachusetts. He played at Milton Academy, which is where Khalil Mullings went. So he was kind of a Don Brown guy early on. Um, and I was kind of surprised when he initially committed to Notre Dame because he just seemed like the perfect guy that Brown would have locked up early. But it seems like it's uh, going to end up coming back to Michigan in the end. Yeah, definitely. And and you bring up a really good point about Raheem Anderson, who is uh, one of the top in-state prospects uh, in Michigan in the 2021 class being the, the uh, true center prospect. But yeah, Crippen, uh, he, he can pretty much play anywhere along the interior, like you had mentioned, left guard, right guard, center, it doesn't matter. But it looks like they are recruiting him at center, which is, again, probably why they're cooling a bit on Raheem Anderson. So we'll see how all that plays out at the end of the day, but it's looking good for Michigan so far uh, for him. Uh, we'll certainly see how all that plays out. If uh, I would imagine they'd probably get him on campus again before anything crazy happened, like he would uh, you know, potentially commit or anything like that. But uh, we will certainly see uh, pretty, pretty good standing there for Michigan uh, up to this point. And uh, another name that, that uh, you had brought to my attention, John, um, is, is Dontavius Nash, who is a, a four-star safety in this class. He's a 6'2", 170. Uh, he, he's from North Carolina, and he's committed to North Carolina, and he's been uh, a commit there for uh, about a year again. He committed last June. Uh, so enlighten me a little bit about this kid, John, and uh, what do you think the chances of uh, Michigan flipping him are? Yeah, this is probably the most tenuous of the flip candidates. I'd say he's the least likely for sure. Um, but he's definitely been in contact with Michigan a lot. I'm not sure which coaches are pursuing him because uh, the last I heard was in early January. So it may have dropped off when Shoup got hired at safety's coach. I don't know. Um, but they, despite him being committed to North Carolina, the, the Michigan coaches are still going after him. And uh, Nash called Michigan a dream school and said he wants to – plan a visit to, to get up to campus. Um, that's been a while, um, but there was a dead period in the middle. So I'd say until he ends up visiting, I wouldn't really put much uh, stock into it. But just given that he's one of the very few safeties that Michigan's offered and that uh, at least not too long ago, the coaches were still keeping tabs on him, I would say that he's one of the more likely guys committed to other schools that Michigan's offered to uh, at least – uh, you know, take a visit and maybe flip eventually. But North Carolina is kind of on a, a roll recruiting right now, so he may want to just stay yeah. with, uh, stay with his uh, in-state school there. Definitely. Yeah, I you know, if, if there's a position that Michigan doesn't really need a ton of in this class, it's uh, safety. So uh, it's not a huge deal if they're not able to uh, uh, flip a four-star kid especially with it being the hometown school of North Carolina. I, I wouldn't really expect too much here either. And, uh, yeah, Mac, you, like you mentioned, yeah, Mac Brown's killing it over there on the recruiting trail. They've been, they've been killing it uh, since he's been uh, back at North Carolina. So uh, certainly interesting to see all this stuff play out, John. But, um, but I, th- I, I think those are really the, the main guys that uh, are, are flip 
uh, flippable, I suppose, for Michigan in this recruiting class. Of course, there may be more that develop later on down the line. But uh, as of now, I, I think that's about it. I think we covered all of them, right, John? Is that about yep. it? Yeah, we, we got them all. Yeah. At, at this point, out of those five, who do you think is the most likely to flip to Michigan? Um, I'd say just, well, Greg Crippen, if we're counting him, um, even though he already decommitted, I'd say him definitely number one, and TJ Guy also, who's also decommitted. Yeah. But as per guys that are actually currently uh, committed, I'd say – Naki Johnson, just because he's the only one to have actually visited at this point, which is a huge step. I know Toya said he would visit, but until that happens, I'm going to give the edge to Johnson. But if Toya does take the official visit at some point, I'd give it to him. Yeah, I, I think of the five, regardless if they're committed or not, I would probably go with TJ Guy. Um, I, I, and I'm still quite favorable about Greg Crippen eventually committing too. Um, but I'm just more uh, confident with TJ Guy at this point. But out of those three that are committed, I'd probably say uh, Toye, uh, just given that uh, Michigan was instantly pretty much put on his list of uh, uh, future official visits. So he will get on campus at some point, and I, I like uh, Sean Newest's chances with him if he's able to uh, get that official visit. And I would imagine that they would probably uh, – roll out the red carpet for him like they normally do with uh, uh, most of these kids on these uh, big-time visits. Uh, and if he gets onto an official visit, maybe potentially during uh, their big uh, weekend in June that they usually do at the, at the end of June, usually it's the third or last weekend in June, um, things could be pretty big there. But, but yeah, I, I, I like their chances with a few of these guys, honestly. I think they'll, uh, they'll lock up a few of them uh, for sure. But – but I think that's about uh, all the time we got for this week, John. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. And John, where can they find you at? At Simmons underscore John. And give Maze and Brew a follow on Twitter at Maze and Brew. Like on Facebook and Instagram. And be sure to uh, subscribe and uh, give our shows all five-star uh, ratings if you listen to all of our shows here on uh, SB Nation. And, uh, you know, may, maybe we'll have some uh, some interesting stuff to talk about next week. John, I was really hoping to uh, discuss something about uh, Josh Christopher, but that just didn't happen this week. And uh, I'm sure right when this uh, a post gets uh, uh, put up on amazingbrew.com, something will probably happen with his uh, recruitment. So, that's just how it goes for us uh, in this business sometimes. So maybe we'll talk about it next week. Maybe not. Who knows? But uh, until then, uh, for John Simmons, I am Vaughn Lozon. We'll talk to you next week and go blue.